Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series, Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller, The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series, Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events, and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's all streaming now on Hulu. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me and Mole, we got side chicks too, but I mean, and even with them, I don't disrespect. What you mean you got side chicks? I say we, not me, me and Mole later. All my life. Grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life, yeah. all my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle, pay the price, want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay Shay. I am your host, Shannon Sharp. I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay, and the guy that's stopping by for conversation and a drink today is a world-renowned comedian, turned recording artist, actor, writer, host, entrepreneur, a viral social media. I don't know what you call him. All <laughs> I know is he stay in some bull jive. <laughs> Let, hey, let's put some hands together for Duval. Yo, yo, OG. You finally let me in Club Shay Shay. Hey, I hit you up. I did. What did I tell you? You like, Joker, you better not miss my miss my appointment or I'm never calling you for nothing again. Never, ever, ever. Let's get right into it. I see you sitting kind of like you hurt, like you got hemorrhoid. It seems like you got a lot going on. <laughs> I'm trying to cross my leg to make it look normal. It, it, it's not working. You tried to cross your leg earlier. You thought about it for like 30 seconds, okay? In like 30 seconds, I'm going to cross my leg. That's why I did it before the cameras came on. You did slow motion. You got injured in the Bahamas. Yeah, You man. love to travel. You love... And you... You chronicle, you document a lot of your travels. Yeah. When this happened, how did it happen first? How did it happen? It happened. I got hit by a car on my island, and she hit me from the back, and I flew. And that's what happened. I broke everything. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I made it look like it wasn't a big deal, but I was really messed up. I broke my my wrist. I got a plate in here. My shoulder's messed up, and um, yep. all this, the femur. Yeah. You know, and from here on down my knee, they had to do surgery on that. They did that while I was up. But, yeah, man, I'm here, though, you know. When, did you see the car? Did you know the car? It just came out of nowhere? Was she drunk? I mean, what happened? She was behind me, bro. Like, right. I couldn't have seen I was right. on my four-wheeler. And okay. where I live in the Bahamas, Bahamas is, they don't drive, no. You know, they drive in the middle of the road. Right. Because it's, like, isolated. So it ain't that many people on the road. So they just drive. So I didn't see a from nowhere. Well, I was turning in my driveway and then boom, she hit me. So she didn't see you? I hope she didn't, unless she did it on purpose, <laughs> shit. Did they catch her? Did she stop? She stopped. The same person that hit me, she stopped. Okay. She stopped and and went and got my old lady and we sat there and waited. I might have took off. That shit turned, huh? I might have took off. I'm glad she didn't because I would have been <laughs> messed up because like it turned real naked and afraidish when you get out there on the island. It ain't like America where I can just call 911. Right. I was just sitting out there, man, just chilling, you know. 
Thank so you, my life. She hits you from the back. You have no idea what's going on. You're flying through there. You land on the ground. What's going through your mind at that moment? Uh, am, I, am I paralyzed? I felt my feet. I was like, okay. ah, this shit hurt. I can't be paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so the lady came. The lady, she lady, you know, I was like, yeah, I live right here. Go get my old lady. I went and got, she went and got my old lady. My old lady looked at me. When I saw how she looked at me. You knew you was messed up. I knew I was done, done. But the first thing she said, she was like, oh, you got all your teeth. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just tweeted about people with back teeth. You right. know, people I age, it's hard for them to get back teeth. So I was saying, I got all my back teeth. Right. So it was the first thing she thinking that it was comedy from the back teeth right. talking, but I had all my teeth. So in other words, she didn't want to cripple and a snag or two. Yeah, right? she oh. didn't want to snag or two. So she's like, okay, he got all his back teeth. Okay. So, <laughs> so right there, I, believe it or not, I sat there for two hours, bro. Sit. Because it, it, it's an island. Right. There's nobody. Right. You have to wait. You know what I'm saying? So I had to wait for somebody to come. And I was, I just sat there. So how much pain were you in? Because initially, initially there's shock. But after that shock, after that drilling starts to wear off, you, that, Boom. Boom. Honestly, I didn't even realize it was two until I look at the timestamp. Right. Like when you see when you, because I, I took a picture of that. Because at the time, like I said, it was just me by myself. I ain't had nothing. I had no Wi-Fi, nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm just there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there chilling. And then I was, I guess most of the thing that was going through my mind was life. Mm -hmm. You know, I was just thinking about, all right, like how much money I got left? All right, I can live <laughs> off this. Right. You know, all right, I'm going to have to sell that plane. I'm going to have to do this. I'm, right. I just started allocating life and started. I called my man Clay. I was like, yep, it's over. I done messed this up. Right. I, done, I don't know what I'm going to do now. It's all, right. I was just doing all that type stuff. Called my daughter, tried to call my daughter, just calling everybody because I thought I was going to die. You know, so I was just sitting there. Really? Yeah. Because that, that, so that I was bleeding to death. I had to get blood transfusion and all that. Well, it ain't take but a half a pint. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but it only take two pints yeah, to fill me up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? So I was fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, but I mean, I think what what I don't know. I think once I prayed over it, you know, I, I left it in God's hand. I started believing. You know? Right. So once I transformed my mind. Once you prayed, you turned it over to Him. Mm -hmm. Was there a peace that came over you? Like okay, it really be is okay. because it's like if you praying, you contradict yourself from worrying. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it didn't stop the pain. Right. That pain, that shit hurt. That was the worst hurt I've ever had. You right. know what I'm saying? I done almost died a couple of times. It ain't never been this painful. You right. know what I'm saying? But it's just once you start doing that, I start going to tunnel vision. Once I realize, oh, I might be, I'm, I'm alive. I just start thinking about shit. The, the, the rehabilitation start. The rehabilitation started right while I was on that ground, not when I went to physical therapy. Right. So it's a mind thing, most of that. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you, uh, you posted like, they must have put an NFL player hip in my body because this thing heavy. <laughs> man, this shit was so fucking... I mean, yeah, man, because, like, and I want to give um, Adrian James a shout-out, man, because if it wasn't for him, I would have still been in the Bahamas chilling because they, once they put that morphine in me, right. I was high as shit. Right. And, and they and, and Bahamians there started praying over me. So in my mind, I was like, you, you know, I'm all right. <laughs> you know, God got me. I'm going to be all right. So, so I called... I called my man Jay Ski. He started laughing. He's like, boy, you junkie bitch, nigga. You hiding. <laughs> <laughs> so we laughing and this, that, whatever. The EJ called me. He was like, yeah, I, I said, yeah, I'm all right, man. I'm good. You know, my, my, my family, my family from Bahamas too. Right. I got, they came in. I was like, man, I'm good. They done, I don't know what they're going to do. It's like, he was like, man, I don't think they got doctors you need out there. He was like, man, if you come to Miami, I know some doctors. I can get you to Miami and get some doctors. Right. And 
I just listen to them that time because usually I don't. I just be. You're right. I trust. You, you be on your own. You you march to your own beat though. Yeah, I do. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. I don't. I respect what people say, but at the same time, like if I feel God got me, I'd be like, all right. But right. this time I was like, God told him to tell me this, so right. I, I was like, yeah, all right. So I hung the phone. I got on the plane and, and got to Miami. They took care of me. Shout out to Miami, um, Jackson, Miami. Um, what is Jackson Memorial? They showed me love, all the nurses and stuff. They took care of me. You chronicled a lot of this. I mean, you said they were drilling your leg while you were awake. Yeah, man, that my knee. Because I guess when this shit, when it happened, my leg flipped. And they say if you don't, they had to pull, they had to drill a hole in my knee to pull my leg down. Otherwise, I would have had a short leg. Mm. And I didn't need a short, because I already got a short leg. Yeah, you, so you I didn't, short. I mean, you yeah, were short. I I didn't need to have a shorter, shorter leg. I think you had that that lengthening surgery. You know, you, <laughs> you went down there to try to get six foot Boy, tall. Boy, if that's what it takes to get it, I don't want it. <laughs> and why would I get, like, it'll be stupid with long legs and little arms. That's, <laughs> I, I'm going to look stupid. I'm going to look stupid, man. You're a big little person. Yeah, I'm going to look so stupid. I, I'm cool with getting being short. So how many nights were you in the hospital? About three weeks. About three weeks, man. I was in the hospital about three weeks. So how soon did they get you up? They tried to get me up soon as I, soon as, you know, the surgery, they tried yeah. to get the leg moving. Absolutely. Yeah. But I couldn't because my wrist, I had. Right, you had broke your wrist. I broke my wrist and my shoulder. Right. Honestly, that's what hurt the most, man. Really? The you broke your collarbone? Or no, the rotator cuff, rough. something okay. that I don't know exactly okay. the terminology of the shit, but. Rotator cuff, maybe the labrum or something. And that didn't hurt till later on down the line. Once right. this started healing up, it was good, but then out of nowhere, sure. I had the Grove Hero arm, right. like the dead arm. The, right. I was like this here. I was like, what the you know what I'm saying? Right. So I was like, so this hurt for a minute. Like, right. I still don't have full range yet, but right. I'm getting there. But shit, that hurt, boy. So how far along you in the rehab process? Are you done with PT? Are you continuing with PT? I was great. I graduated from PT two weeks ago. Right. And I mean, I got, I didn't even need a cane until Saturday. I messed right. my leg up in Minneapolis trying to be too turned up and messed my leg up. I thought I fractured it again. I was scared. I had so what were you doing on stage? Were you jumping around on stage? What were you doing? I mean... No, I don't know what you... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's the energy, man. Like, I thought... I thought I was You good. thought you was healed. I did because I just did a show New Year's and I jumped off stage. What? I, I jumped off stage in Dallas. Man, I said, God had healed me. I was... I was... <laughs> I was... Oh, he has arrived and everything. I jumped off stage, jumped back on stage. I, uh, I, I mean, well, I rolled on stage. A win is a win. I got on stage and didn't hurt myself. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I didn't hurt myself. So I was like, I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I was doing, and I exercised, I jump rope. But I, I, did, I didn't take into account that the muscles still, I, I didn't wake my muscles all the way up for yeah. certain well you, well, you know, because you hadn't used it, so the muscles atrophied a lot. Yeah. So you got to build that back up. Man, I was so scared because when it hit me, I felt I couldn't walk no more. Like I played it off on stage. Nobody, I still walk, but when I got Your back man to man said you cried though. I, I didn't cry in front of him. Don't listen to me. I cried in the room because okay. it was painful, man. Like, I was <laughs> But no, nah, I did, man. I I mean it was cause in my mind I was like, man, I done did all this stuff. I did everything these doctors told me. Right. I did everything all my athlete friends told me to do. I thought I was good. And then I, I then I remember it started playing my head with Tony Hawk. Cause he had the same thing happen around the same time mine happened, right. and his femur, and he, but he had re-injured it trying to get back too soon. Right. So I thought I did the same thing. Right. But like I said, when I went back, they told me I was good. They told me I just pulled the muscle. So I'm just limping now till I get this muscle back. So 
how is it driving? Can you drive? Do you have a driver? No, I drive. I drove when I wasn't supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Like I, for me, with therapy and, and, and rehab, it was more of a mind thing. So was, you wanted, you still wanted that independence, did? Yes, man. That was the worst thing, <laughs> bro. That was the worst thing ever happened to me. Out of this whole thing, I never needed nobody for nothing. This thing made me need everybody for everything. everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I had needed somebody to help me boo boo, need somebody <laughs> to help me pee, to take a shower. Yeah. So it made me vulnerable to people. You know right. what I'm saying? It made me. But the good thing I had people around me that would do it. You right. know what I'm saying? That did, I didn't have to have to ask, and they did it even more because they knew how I am. You right. know what I'm saying? So right. I blessed for that. I thank all of them, all my family, my old lady. You know, my therapist Lisa. Shout out to Lisa over at Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. You know they show me at Emory. You got that uh, that part, you got that handicap sticker? Man, you know what I messed up at? I was trying to be so independent, trying to say I don't need nothing. I left out the hotel without my damn. Well, you can get another one. I can still go and get one? Mm-hmm. What do I need to say? Give me the. You got to file it. You got to file through uh, DMV. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to get one. I thought you yeah, just got the, the red hospital. One. The red one is temporary. No, I need. You need the blue one. I need permanent. the blue one. I need the blue yeah. one. Blue one. Because, yep. I mean, I got this hip, this, this metal in me for life. So, let me ask you a question. How soon did they say, Duval, you'll be back to yourself in this many months? Because if... Re- they told me a year I can get back on the road. But you jumping off stage in six months. I jumped back on stage in two months. <laughs> and you thought that was going to be cool? No, I mean, I got back on stage... But you was in the wheelchair. I was in the wheelchair then. You know right. what I'm saying? I didn't get so back... So, you telling jokes in the wheelchair? Yeah. Telling jokes and singing in the wheelchair. I would cut you out of <laughs> Everybody enjoyed it because they see, like you say, you watch me on social media, so you saw the progress and you right. saw it was, it, and, and in the midst of this, I've, I've motivated and inspired, and it inspired me too from watching everybody because the funny thing about it at the shows, it was like 30 handicapped people in the front row. Like I had so many handicapped people come to right. my show because they was inspired, you right. know what I'm saying? Because it inspired a bunch of us. Like a lot of people that had stuff worse than me that I seen just in this time, they was messed up and then they started doing it because they was motivated by me and now they can walk now. Right. So we just inspire each other, man. Hold on. Didn't you get stranded in the behind? Weren't you stranded one time in the ocean in the behind? You might need to step. Am I did I did I nah, miss nah, you're right, you're right. I did get that was the time I almost died. That was scared. That, that was I almost died that time. You ran too. out of gas or something. No, my battery went wasn't working in the jet ski. You know okay. what I'm saying? I w- went out was going out where where I go go um scuba dive, I mean like snorkel to find coral reefs and right. stuff like that. And when I got back home, it wouldn't start back up. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, man. And I don't know if you know that water, but that water is the most dangerous thing on. Oh, earth. absolutely. Like it's the that's my biggest you fear. You can't drink all that and you can't walk on it. And I had my old lady with me. Oh, uh, so yes. Yeah, so you don't brought somebody else into the mix. Uh, and that current, like the island, and I'm not exaggerating, the island was right there. By the time the current in five minutes, I was like two miles away. What? Going like towards Miami. <laughs> Man, I was, only thing saved me was my phone. I had T-Mobile reception and I called the, um, I called my, um, the builder that's building on my spot out there. Right. I called him and he called the po- Bahamas police and they came and got me. <laughs> if you didn't have that phone. I would have been, I would have been still floating. Like that's the worst, you don't, lost the sea is real. You don't want to go out like that. Man, you know what? So, what is it? Obviously, you're Bahamian. Yeah. What is it about going back there? Is it, is it getting away from everything? Your The isolation of it? Just you? Sometimes, I guess, you go with your old lady. Mm-hmm. It's just you and her. It's and- peace. And it's it's my culture. It's where I'm from. It's right. like, like I said, I grew up there going back with my grandfather in, right. in Nassau. 
we always went over there. My grandfather was real prominent down there in the Bahamas. So it's just the bloodline in me. You know what I'm saying? I feel at home when I did. I feel like that's where I'm supposed to be. I feel like even when I bought the place there, I was just like, this is where I'm going to die at. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's just my place of peace. You know, and I like it there. And I, I like where it is. It's not like, it's not busy like Nassau. You know what I'm saying? It's country as hell. So I love it. Do you feel like after you've gone through what you've gone through, you get had the accident, get hit, uh, you got hit, struck from the car from behind, stranded uh, on your jet ski, and you you speak about these near-death experiences. This ain't my first time getting hit by a car. What? <laughs> you got to be a cat. That's <laughs> God, man. That's like people think this this just from getting old. This one I got hit by a car 20 years ago in in Atlanta on Old National. You were in a car or were you walking? Walking. I was walking across the street, Old National. That was my fault. Yeah, this time, I told you, you this got... time wasn't my fault. Because I got a ticket for that. I got jaywalking even in the hospital. They gave me a ticket. And I had to go to court, and they was going to put me in jail. Did you underestimate how fast, how far the car, the distance of the car, how fast the car was going? What was it about? I don't know what happened that were time. You drunk? Well, you don't nah, drink. No, I don't drink. Were you high? I, I wasn't even getting high. I just started getting high about five, six years ago. I wasn't doing nothing. So I was how like, the hell you get hit? I don't know. I, just, I was tripping. I, I shouldn't have, I didn't look both ways that time. I ain't looked at both ways that time, but like I say, I made. So did you break anything? I messed my knee up, I think, but I was young. You know, you could heal right back up. Right. I messed that up, and I think I had a permanent limp then. But I played it off so good, you probably could never tell to this day. The only so thing that showed it is. theoretically, you might you might have been six foot tall without all these injuries. <laughs> no, because I your growth spurt stop at what? Unless I'm still 18, going through mine. Eighteen. Yeah. I'm, unless I ain't caught mine yet. So I still. Nah, they didn't didn't solve both. Have you had too many car accidents? So you've had really. Three near-death experiences. No, more than that. I almost died in Jamaica. I tried to go underwater. Like, I did this thing where you go, you jump in the water this way, you go in the tunnel and come out the other way. Uh-oh. I did it before. Mm-hmm. The, the second time, I tried to do it high. <laughs> Why is it where people think they get, when they get high, they think they Jacques Cousteau? I didn't realize I was high. I, like, when you get so high, you just know it's just normal. But then after he was like, yeah, I should have did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went down the wrong passage. Yeah. Yeah, and then I and I bumped my head and was hidden. And then this one was stupid. I had my eyes closed the whole time. What? The only thing that saved me, I opened my eyes and I saw the light and I just swam that way. But I was, I don't know why I was, that was stupid. You're a big, you have a big presence on social media. Mm-hmm. When they took your page, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you love the fan engagement. Mm-hmm. You loved it. To, to, to put out things, have people respond. A lot of, uh, the Shade Room, a lot of different sites pick up your posts. Mm-hmm. When they took your page, how naked did you feel? <laughs> <laughs> how naked did you feel? <laughs> Actually, it didn't bother me, honestly. It didn't bother me for a while because, like, I, I was prepared for it. Because I kind of seen it coming, you know what I'm saying? So I had back up. They kept giving you warning. They take it down for a day or two. No, because I understood how the algorithm was finna start working. I I was prepared for it, so I had all types of backup plans, backup pages and all that. So after a while, but then what I started seeing, and I told people that if you can go back and look at old interviews, I said, what y'all seen happening, finna happen to everybody pretty soon. Right. Because it wasn't just me, it was just our word and how we talk. You know what I'm saying? They They was pinpointing words. Like if I say, boy, you stupid. Yeah. They're going to me and flag flag me they for say calling you bullying. You, yeah, they say it's bullying. So bullying is subjective. Anything can be yeah. subjective is bullying. Mm-hmm. So in how we talk, we might talk right. shit to each other back and forth. <laughs> Man, you stupid. For yeah. Really say, yeah. So so once I see, I was just like, y'all will see. Then once everybody else started 
shooting down, boom, 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 that's when people start recognizing. If it wasn't for Clay, my, my manager, I probably would have never gave my because, like I say, I move, I roll with the punches, even with everything. So yeah. in that, I was just started like another page, started to build that back yeah. up. Yeah, but it's just hard to build the secondary page up to the first. It's hard page. to do anything because now people aren't where they are. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like where the beginning where people was just following people. Just, right. 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 Like right. now, people are where they are. You know what I'm saying? That's right. why it's not just Instagram. That's that's another thing too. I never stayed on one thing. Right. People on Instagram so so clawed in their Instagram, they just think that's right. that, but. I still had Twitter, I still had Facebook, I had Snapchat, I had everything. So right. I was already, I'm really like in their DNA because I've right. been in it so long. Right. So you, it's kind of like, I'm grandfathered into people's right. minds because right. I've been on social media so long, so it's hard to get rid of me. You do a lot of talking about current topics and you're not afraid to shy, you don't shy away from anything, Duval. I mean, <laughs> I don't. I, I think that's the comedic side of you mm-hmm. that you take a real life situation and you try to bring light to it. But there's a lot of truth into what you're saying. Yeah, and it's a lot of, it's mostly, well, now it's, it's hard now because so, they take sarcasm, they don't see it as sarcasm. Right. They don't see the sarcasm, they don't understand the jokes of it. Right. But it's mostly just, I don't even try to be offended, offensive most of the time. I'm really trying to come from a good place, but right. I guess when you don't see me, because I'm not a threat. Like when you, when I'm around people, I've right. never, I've never been, I've never offended nobody right. in their face. It's mostly, only time people get offended is online, you know right. what I'm saying? But online, but everybody's looking for a reason to get offended. Yeah, they're looking for a reason to get offended. So I've never got mad at it. I don't get mad at If you don't know me, I don't get mad with it. When I take it, I'll be like, come on, bro, you know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, those are the people that I be with. If, if my friends, they get offended, then it's like, why is you offended? You know what I'm right. saying? But other people, I get it. They're going to take it how they want to take it. You know what I'm saying? It right. ain't. And as long as I know, I didn't, I didn't have no ill intentions personally. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right. come in like... Ooh, I'm not a, believe it or not, I'm not one of them clout chasing dudes. Right. It's just, I, I don't be realize people be offended until afterwards. Right. I'm like, oh, they was mad at that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not that guy. It's just, I don't know what's offensive because who I am is my gift and my curse. I right. say what's on my mind, right. but sometimes. What makes you feel so comfortable sharing your opinion? And then why do you get upset? Because sometimes people, you should, well, I'm just offering my opinion. Uh-huh. Well, then why can't I offer my opinion about And your I don't opinion? get mad at it. Okay. That's why I don't. That's, that's, the, that's what uh, being a comedian is. You know what I'm saying? Like, it comes with it. Okay. All the big comedians, even from Richard Pryor, back, it's not, it wasn't canceled then, but people was mad at him. He was mad at Red Fox. It, right. it happens. That's, that's what comes with the beast. You know right. what I'm saying? It comes with the nature of the business. You know what I'm saying? So I take it. I don't get mad. I don't, I just know when I'm, when I'm not, being intentional, you know what right. I'm saying? I know I'm being real. I'm Do being you try honest. to be intentional sometimes? No, I promise you. I don't, I, and especially with Twitter, I be high. Most right. I just spent, it'd be barbershop talk, right. saying what's on my mind. But like, for me personally, I think you'll know more who I am by my actions, by my movement, by everything. You, you, you see who I am who, by, by who, by what I do. Right. Not what I say. Like right. I, I, you can take my words any kind of way, especially I'm from Florida. We talk crazy. Is there a platform you? Is there one platform you prefer prefer over the other? Do you like Twitter? Do you like Twitter. Facebook? Do you like social? Twitter, uh, not. That's the difference. Like when they deleted my Instagram, I wasn't tripping. If they would delete delete my Twitter, because that's my personal, that's my expression. Because I can just yeah, talk. You, you can get the interaction back. Yeah, it's like it's hard on. It's I don't hard even care IG. about the. I don't even care about the interaction. You don't I, interact. You, so I some, do sometimes, but I don't really keep up with that because that can get you messed up. Right. I just like to express myself. Right. It's the freedom of expression as right. a comedian as as an artist, the, everything you got is expression. You know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's, you don't want to be censored. And that's the only place that don't censor you. So I can say what's on my mind. You know what I'm saying? I can say, not saying everything on my mind is right. right. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just but, a freedom to say what's on your right. mind. So I love Twitter for that. 
you look at it, it almost seems like you looking at it like, if I'm an athlete, I'm in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Or in school, I was in the cafeteria. Or I'm on the playground. We just, I'm just having a conversation. And I've changed a little bit because, right. like, I'm so used to being, and you was asking me earlier, like, what the freedom of it is because I've been able to do it for so long. Right. It's kind of hard to change me. It's like if, if I've been cursing so long, they, they, right before they say, hey, don't curse. You know what I'm saying? It, I could try it, right. but I'm, see, I'm, I'm right. creatures of habit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm creature of habit to be able to do what I want to do, say what I want to say. That's why you want to be a standard. Say what you want to say. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now with times, you have to, you have to think about other things. Now, so I, I, I'm more conscious of it now, you know what I'm saying? Because I really don't try to offend. Right. At the end of the day, I'm really trying to make you happy. You know, I'm trying to make you smile. So where are you on this cancel culture? Because it seems to be there's a lot of that out. Like, okay, one I mean, mistake. I was the first person they tried to cancel. They've been trying to cancel me forever. You know what I'm saying? But like I say, when you're genuine and, and it's really what happens is when you have people, I think with counseling, when you, if it's really true, that's when it hurts you. You know what I'm saying? Like with stuff for me, if you ask somebody around me, they'll be like, nah, he's not like that. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes when you ask somebody, is he like that? You can see, they, if they friends or the people around them saying it, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But you can tell by the people that's around me or the people that vouch for me if th- that th- this person is a genuine person. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's what I, that's what I pride myself on, just right. being a genuine person. We see some of the things that have happened about comedians. We saw um, Chappelle out here at the Hollywood Bowl telling and somebody ran up on, we saw the situation, uh, we don't have to relive that with Will Smith. Are you afraid of telling a joke and somebody running up stage? Because you're not like, you're not, not like you six foot seven. And, and, and I got a limp now. Yeah, yeah, they might come up there and just swing Honestly, when at my shows, it's love. Right. I've never had a show where they don't show me love. It's all love. So I don't expect that with mine because that ain't the energy I bring. And, and, and the people that know me, they know me for me. You like, don't roast people? I mean, somebody you might I do, but it's out of love. Girl. Like people that's with nah, me. Nah, you ain't finna roast my girl. No, I don't roast. I'll roast, I'll roast you. I won't roast the girl. I'm gonna okay. roast you. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Why you roast me? Somebody that's out of love. <laughs> what did you do that? At? Cause you'll roast back. Like, yeah, I, like that's that's what it is. That's where we came from. Yeah. Like, even <laughs> girls in Florida, they don't get mad. They talk back. Right. And that's why I be expecting. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, to me. Don't nobody get get more slack than a short motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, so to me, if anybody should be offended, it's me. I've never been offended by short jokes. So I don't I get, to, you got to be a man of God. He didn't. I ain't got nothing to do with this. I got to be a homeboy. So, so with me, if I'm saying, if, right. so, if I'm talking, I'm speaking like I want you to say something bad right. about me. Okay. I give you say something bad about me because <laughs> I got some shit for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how I am. But I guess everybody can't do that. So. When people comment on your opinion and it's like, man, Duval wrong on this situation. Man, Duval shouldn't have said that. Well, I mean, that's their opinion. I can't get, like you said, I can't get mad at their opinion. Uh-huh. They can't, but that's where they mad is because I don't agree with their opinion. Right. I've never got mad. I don't, you've never seen me online trying to explain, like, that's the song. I don't go back and forth with you niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the only thing I'm going to, I might explain just to explain to my, my peoples. Outside of that, I don't really care. I mean, they seem to be going hard on you and 50. They want 50 cancel. They want a little boot. They want Boosie. They yeah. want you. They like, uh-uh. I don't even know. I swear I'm a great guy. Yeah. My actions show it. Like, I mean, I'm not just saying, like, I'm 45 now. If right. I would, if I did something, something would come out by right. that. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like, not my words, something I did yeah, something you would done. come out by right. now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it tells it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Have we gotten too sensitive as a society? I don't think nothing changed in society but 
um, sensitivity. You right. know what I'm saying? Like how we view things, our perception of things. Or social I, media. Yeah, I mean, social media made us, gave the voice for the sensitivity, you right. know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. I'm not trying to change it. It is what because it is. Because now, if I'm sensitive, I can recruit other people on social media to yeah, become sensitive. Yeah, we can come together and, <laughs> and say, yeah, we do hate him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, but it comes with it now. I'm used to it. Like, I've been dealing with it on social media for since social media started. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, like, that's what my, I've been grandfathered in it so long. I've been in it so long. Like, most people, I don't have to defend myself no more. People right. that's on it, they do it for me because they know. You know right. what I'm saying? They've watched me over the years. What's the reception that you get when people see you outside of you telling jokes on stage, or they see you in the streets, they see you in a they restaurant. They treat me like I'm, I feel, I feel like I'm Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I swear, like, they they show me so much love. Right. Like, I get, I don't get, I get love in my hometown, like, because, I mean, I am Jacksonville, you right. know what I'm saying? I, 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 what you see in me is in Jacksonville. I, I feel like I'm, I represent Jacksonville the best way we can, especially with how everybody else do it. I try right. to represent it positive. I do everything, you know what right. I'm saying? I, I give back, I do everything, so... I try, to, I try to be light, you know what I'm saying? So I hope I reflect that, you know? But when, what about the privacy aspect of it? Because it seems like, you know, now you go out and everybody, or they want to take a picture. I've been on it. People don't know what they don't know about me because I give them so much. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I give them, when you give but people so much. Isn't there, isn't there something you want to keep for yourself? I do. I do. Okay. I keep I keep my family. And that's it. Everything I don't care about me. I show me all day. You right. know what I'm saying? But I don't. The I don't, sh- is the old I don't lady. show my daughter, my old lady. You know what I'm saying? I don't show my. I don't my, know. I don't even know she's my, real. Yeah, I know. I know you do a lot of talk about. It. You just I don't know. But everybody that's been around me seen her. You ever seen her, Clay? Nope. I heard Clay <laughs> say nope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but. I protect what, what's around me because I understand what comes with all this. Right. So the people around me, if, I show my mom every now and then because, but she's at home with, with Jacksonville and Jacksonville is like, we, they got we, you. we all, yeah, I ain't got to worry about that there, but everything else I'm protective over. You know what? You caught some slack for some tweets. You said Kodak is really up there with Kendrick Lamar lyrically. You said, uh, Jay-Z don't want no smoke with NBA, uh, NBA young boy <laughs> and the baby is this generation's ludicrous. Okay. I, you must have been I, high with Ask me each off. one of them. Ask me each okay. one of them. Kodak, lyrically, is up there with Kendrick Lamar. He is. Even Kendrick agreed with me. He is. It's, you know, I think what I see in him, I, y'all see the ignorance in him. But I'm from Florida. I don't see none of that. I see he, he got more sense than he played off like he did. You know what I'm saying? And, and I'm kind of like that. So I understand where he's coming from. So even though even if he do wild shit, it's just like if you see a young uh, rookie, you right. you understand right. it, so you don't you don't chase that. If I am gonna say something, I say something to him. This is just like with Boosie. I I feel like people like us, we supposed to protect Boosie. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, cause we understand him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not we can't get. I don't I don't get mad if they mad at him. Right. But it's up to us to. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that with all of us. Okay. So what's the next? Jay Z and NBA Young Boy. I was just being sarcastic. I was being sarcastic, man. I was just being sarcastic, being an asshole. I was... Okay, the baby and Luda. I said not... Oh, the baby? No, yeah. I was saying just how they just animated. They animated. If you watch their videos, they're both animated, entertaining, and people don't give the baby credit. He ain't no Luda. I think he lyrically good, though. Luda. I mean, Luda is Luda. Yeah. Luda is Luda. But you, you know when you make that co- comparison. That Luda, like, I mean, I was just of this generation. 
You know what I'm saying? Like this generation, I feel as far as I'm not going bar for bar. I'm just saying as far as um, what's the word I just said? I forgot it. Um, yes, yeah, it ain't happened. Shit, the word where you he just animated. Yeah, animated. Yeah, he just animated. Just like just like Luther. You don't see the animation in Luda and the animation, and but, but but see, but the animation and I hear those bars in Luda. You know when Luda, have you have you listened to the baby? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I I mean I like some of his stuff, but Luda don't nothing but no no. You're right. Hits. You're right. I mean nothing but fire. Okay, okay, okay. You're right. Luda is up there. I mean, you're right. Because that's my boy too. I, I I ain't taking nothing from Luda. Luda know what it is. Luda understood where I was coming right. from. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Your shirt, Rich, broke. Yeah. And you talk about, you said, you know what's worse than being broke? Being famous and broke. For can real. you can you explain what that is? <sighs> Shit, social media. <laughs> Most of them of us on there. But no, I mean, it, what made me say that was because I remember it, it, it. I saw when I first moved to Atlanta. I'm not gonna say who it was, but it was a comedian I looked up to, I watched or whatever, and I saw him on the bus, and it, it made me real like, damn, I don't want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? And, and inspired me to to make sure I never have to lean on nobody, even with this accident. I was like, dang, I hope I don't need nobody. You know what right. I'm saying? But I prepared myself back then. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be that guy that's famous. Because not everybody know you broke. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's around you. Not that you should care, but it's like you want to, you, you can't even be who you are because you got, they, ain't, they don't care no more. Well, you know? What about social media? Because mm-hmm. so I, I look at social media sometimes, and hell, they got me thinking I'm broke. Yeah, they had me thinking. Man, we talk about that all the time, man. They, they like, had me like, how much am I making? Like, and Yeah, I'm looking around like, what, they, damn, what team you play? I ain't never seen you play. I'm man, like, I don't understand there's some entrepreneurs, but Man, they, they be talking about my plane. I don't know if you've seen my little plane. Yeah, I saw it. Like, yeah. they swear my plane. I'm like, y'all, and they be looking at these big planes because what they, perception is everything on this. They, they don't understand the operation costs. I was like, bro, you can't afford that plane. No. You can rent it. Rest. But you can't afford that plane. Right. You can afford the plane I'm in. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is you don't want to look like this right. in my plane. But I don't care because, because I see it for what it is. And that's even why I even got planes like that, to make people understand that in our culture, to give them education on aviation. Because we don't. The only thing we see is, is what they show on the gram. So I try to show something different. That's why I use my gram for to inspire and to try to show what we don't see as far as in our culture. How have you been able to be successful keep a large, a large portion of your money while trying to explain, like, look, I mean, you have nice things. You want to do, you like, I take my old lady on vacation, I take her out to eat, I buy a nice That's thing. That's what this rich, broke lifestyle but, is. But, but, you have to understand now, 
you got to sustain this for a long period of time. Now, I'm going to be able to tell jokes for another 20, 30 years. Yeah. But by the same token, you don't ever want to feel like, I got to, man, I got to, hey, I, I got to do this. this. Yeah, that's what, that's why I said that. That situation made me understand it early. You know what I'm saying? In my 20s, I saw it and I was like, all right, I'm going to make sure I'm straight. I'm going to make sure I don't need nobody. So, all right, let me buy a house. Let me buy a house. Don't have to pay no payments on it. Boom, boom, boom. If somebody, nobody can't kick me out no more. Right. Boom. Get a car. Pay for it. They, I ain't got to worry. The perfect example, when 9-11 hit, I ain't had no bills because they was all paid for. I mean, right. you had utilities and stuff like that, but right. I had no overhead. Right. And over that time, I don't, you probably had people call you. People that I thought had more money than me calling me, asking me for stuff. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Because they was calling debt in the, in the bills they had. I made sure I don't have bills. You know what I'm saying? That's what rich broke is. It's just right. a lifestyle. It's like not living above your means because right. when stuff happened, like when this happened, I couldn't, I just started back working. I've been hurt for six months. Ain't no right. income coming in. Right. But I prepared myself for when nothing come in, when I don't need nobody. I mean, where I don't need nobody. You know what I'm saying? So that was just my whole way of thinking. You know, sometimes, Duval, is that what we have, what happens with celebrities and entertainers, athletes, is that you want the perception, you want to project. Yeah. And so you get things that you probably don't really need. Yeah. It's okay to have an SUV, or, but you don't need five. Yeah, yeah. It's okay to get mom a house, but your mom's house shouldn't be bigger than yours. Yeah. Get something mom can upkeep yeah. that she can maintain, that you don't have to staff nah. for mom. Yeah, and you understand, when I buy stuff, it's for my family. Right. Everything I buy, when I buy, if I buy property, it's like, all right, we can get this for everybody. They can just come here and boom, 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 boom. It's either for my family or my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Everything I got when I pass is for my daughter. Right. But I mean, as far as- You only have one child, right? Yeah, one child. It's, you don't want no more? Probably when I get like 70 or something. 70 to do what? What the hell are you going to do? I'm and have, 70, you ain't finna do that. My granddaddy nothing. did. My Bahamian granddaddy, he had a child. My, my, my um, auntie, my same age. Well, actually, I might be younger, older than her. Little Duval. What? When you get to be saved, you ain't gonna do nothing but look at that woman. Bruh, it's it's gonna, dog, think about it. We already let having babies in bowls. All I gotta do is say, hey, I want a boy. I just wanna have my namesake gone, going down. I just want that bloodline for you a minute. You might want to get started. First of all, think about it right now. You're 45, right? Mm-hmm. And you broke up. Yeah. Now, you do really realize when you get 70, these injuries like take their toll. Let me, this, is, this is what I think. This is what I okay, see. Okay, let me tell you right. what you're thinking. And let because me tell you what I, think. I was raised by old people. Mm hmm. And the old people instill the most in, in me. You know what I'm saying? Old people do, they care about you more. Yeah. So I feel like that's when I'm going to be the most nurturing for a child. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like and, and I feel like yeah. I can give more. You can rock your grand, your grands and your great grands when you're 70. Yeah. But you're no, not finna either, do anything. I promise you, I, I think I can do it. I think I can do it. I think I can do it because I I'm. I see adoption in your future. No, no. I'm telling you. See, I'm, I'm little too. So my 70 ain't your 70. Yes, My 70 is 50. Little people live longer. You see what I'm saying? So if I'm going to be, I'll probably be like, if I'm seven, I'll probably be six. That don't mean your faucet work. My faucet will work. <laughs> My dick still working. I was scared about that, bro. I ain't tell you. I was scared after this shit because it took me a while. To what? Because it took me a while to get, get back fucking again because that, that surgery. What surgery? You didn't have... I did have surgery. I'm talking about after my accident. You don't have to have no surgery down there. Nigga, all this is, like, all this is messed up now. So I didn't know, like, when I nut, you know, Lord, the Hammer, muscle come from... This. Oh, we got to cut. No. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you how far I could go, bruh. I say, okay, I say go here, not <laughs> go over here. <laughs> no. You make me feel cool, man. Like, I mean, you make me comfortable. I don't talk like this around people, man. I know you don't. You my uncle, nigga. Shit. <laughs> you also tweeted about billionaires. You say real billionaires see humans as livestock. Remember that next time you glorify and praise one. What did you mean by that? All right. 
that's a good question because I understand it's kind of hard for me to explain because I'm not the best at articulating this part of it, but I guess the best way to explain it is like in, when you become a billionaire, it's more like a machine at this point. It's not really, it's business. It's not, right. it's not about humanity. So in other words, you said when you become a billionaire, it's hard to, to maintain or, or, or build or develop a relationship. It's hard to do that without fucking somebody else over. Yeah. Somebody's catching the bad end of the stick. Right. Which there's always that in yin and yang. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand that. But at the same time, it's like you got you can do that. You ain't gotta be a billionaire to, to screw over somebody. You don't. They, you know what I'm saying? Like you and you don't have to be a billionaire to live a great life neither. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what Rich Broke is. You know what I'm saying? So so when I see stuff like that, when I see people chasing it, because I see people now that's the thing, billionaire, billionaire. Yeah. And they make it like it's so easy to obtain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it's really not. This really ain't that many. And when you hear yeah, about man, it. You know, status ain't even to it a ain't. It ain't. But it's social media makes it seem yes. like that. So when somebody like me say it, it sounds like hating. But it's like I'm not. I'm just trying to make y'all get a reality of it. It's like you can you can chase all this, but you have to get an understanding of what you're chasing. Otherwise, you're just chasing nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what I was trying to explain with about billionaires and like, all right. You're doing that, but this is you really doing this for the money or is what you're doing right. this for? You know what I'm saying? Right. Understand why you're doing it. Well, when Meek came out and defended his billionaire friends, did you take offense? Did you have a conversation with Meek? Nah, I don't take offense. He he rounds his billionaire friends. He, that's his friends. Right. He of course. You know what I'm saying? I don't it don't stop what I say. You know, you ain't got no billionaire friends? Yeah, but I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't man, you you I am I don't I ain't said. <laughs> what, I'm listening? Nope. <laughs> okay. You said uh, <laughs> you said you believe your billionaire friends, like uh, uh, Young Miami. She said something that she'd like to get, you know, a golden shower. <laughs> why? Why would you? Why would you say that? Cause boy, them billionaires be wilding when it comes to that freaking shit, bro. <laughs> you ask me, I got billionaire friends. That's that's why I don't be around. I be like, hey man, I can't do all this shit. I get up out of there. So when she said that, because you know, people was like, man, she ain't doing it. I was like, nah, that, she fucking with some money. <laughs> yeah, you get. When yeah, you yeah. like getting peed on like that, you know, mm-hmm. you with all the shit. You got to draw the line. They ain't, they ain't got enough money. They ain't even made enough yeah, money. Not for me. You know, the I treasury ain't, ain't made enough money. To do I that. can't. Oh man. But hey, if that's what you like to do, do your thing. I tell you what I did. I, I, one of your tweets that I did like is the Russell and Russell Wilson and Sierra. They seem to have a great relationship. Uh-huh. Um, and and you said there are a lot of Russell Wilsons out there, but you women don't want to see that because that Russell Wilson doesn't have the money this Russell Wilson has. Yeah, it's because perception. You know, we've when your kids are programmed, girls are programmed. Even like you go back to social media, it's like. They 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 program like ten years. That's a whole generation of women. Okay. So if they've been watching, this is what it takes to get a man. That's what they're gonna go by. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's not the reality of right. it. Right. So and they judge the man by what he what he has. What he has financially. You know what I'm saying? Like you shouldn't never mess with nobody and got nothing. But at the same time, you're chasing billions and millions of dollars when they ain't really. Let's say things with blacks with black men. There's not that many of us that got money money for real. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. And if there's like a million, even statistically, if there's a million women and then you got a 10,000, 10,000, 10 niggas, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. that you want, you know right. what I'm saying, because you want this, this power dude. You right. don't want the regular, right. you want this type of dude, right. this, that, whatever. You're going hard he press to big, find. He has a bigger selection to choose from yes, than you do. Yes, and they, that- take it, they take it like you're trying to, it's not really, it's just... 
I'm just giving you the reality. reality. Yeah. It says, <laughs> are you a Russell Wilson type? I am with my old lady. Yeah. I think I am. Uh, well, I, who the hell you think I'm talking about Russell married? I would uh, like no, to No, I mean, because people, because I got, me and my old lady, we got side chicks too. But I mean, and even with them, I don't disrespect. I mean, like. They, Hold on. What you mean you got side chicks? I say we, not me, me and my old lady. Oh, y'all got. We got friends. Uh, Good friends. So you like a Michael Blackson situation. What was this situation? Michael Blackson's like his wife, his wife, fiance, they're not married yet, will allow him, I guess, once a month to go do. No, no, we do it together. It ain't no fun if the homie can't have none. That's how we kick it. <laughs> That's know. how we kick it. Man, where y'all be meeting these women at? Hey, man, they find you. You know, nigga. You follow nah, me. You nah. be on my auntie of the week. You be in my comments. Mm-mm. Be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to know about this. Keep okay. So marriage. Mm-hmm. Are you are you cool? Are you do you want to get married? I feel like I'm married as soon as I commit to you. Because I'm a lawyer person. If I feel like What you mean you're a lawyer person then? I am. Nigga, that ain't how lawyer that's not how it works. It is in my heart. Because it's between me, you, and God. Not paperwork. I do it. I have a wedding for you. I ain't just ain't doing that paperwork. Do you sign contracts that don't benefit you? No. I I ain't either. Stay woke. <laughs> and she's cool with that. How long how long how long have you been with your This baby? one? She it's going this the third year now. Third year. Yeah, this third year. So what's the longest you've ever been in a relationship? Eight years. The shortest relationship. Eight ten hours? Months, ten months. <laughs> ten months. So I don't call a relationship till we live together. That's when it's a relationship. Uh, you don't really know a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know nobody. I don't care. Especially nowadays, you can put on any type of character. Until you with that person every day. And they let their guard down. Yeah. You, and you can't do it. Like, you can fake all you want, but you can't fake that much around me. Like, it's going to come out. You right. know what I'm saying? Because I'm too regular. I'm too normal. Right. So you gonna, it's going to come out eventually. So that's, that's why. I, what I, caused the eight-year relationship to end? Cause that's a long time to be. That's a long time to be with a person. You said it was eight I'm years. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what caused it to end. What did you say? What did you do? Honestly, I think it was more so. She act like she liked girls, but she didn't. She or she changed. And then when that changed, the dynamic of the relationship changed. I'm being honest. That's what I think happened. So that's what you. Want that's when I started with? cheating. I wasn't cheating until. <laughs> until, until I couldn't, until I Man, couldn't I, get the... I, I, I don't know what, I don't know what you've been. <laughs> How, uh, uh, I had Ricky Smiley on a couple uh-huh. weeks ago, and, um... Shout out to Ricky Smiley, man. Yeah, uh, I love you, up. Ricky. Bless up, bro. Sorry for, for the loss. Yeah, I love you, man. Dating mm-hmm. when you're famous. Mm-hmm. Hard, harder. How do you go about navigating and find someone that really, that can see... <clears throat> outside of what you can do for them monetarily? Uh, well, I feel like I want to do for any woman I'm with monetarily, just who I am. Right. But on top of that... But you don't want them to all be with you because you can do that. No, nah, it'll come out eventually. Like you, but you, yeah, it might be too late. I might nah, be $2 million in. No, nah, by that... T- I, the money ain't the thing for me. I mean, that's if that's what you will before, that's going to go because once I cut you off... You have to find another somebody like that. So I don't trip off the money part. It's more so with me. But it's a lot easier. She could she could last a lot longer. She got two million of my dollars. 
Well, she won't get two million. My dad. most <laughs> girls believe. Ah, you didn't think about it. When you cross that leg early, what'd you do? Uh, I'm gonna cross my leg. The next minute, I'm gonna cross my leg. That's how I know I'm too comfortable with you because I, I forgot my <laughs> you, leg yeah, hurt. You, you move real quick. <laughs> I forgot my leg hurt, but uh, what was I saying? It threw me off. You said you said someone wanting to be with you financially. You said you gonna. No, I mean that every girl I've been with. They don't be chasing the money. Like, they, they at least from what I've seen with them. Like, every girl I've been with, they just, they're not like that. It's been different other problems. You know what I'm saying? But mostly, they don't, they, because when you get in a situation where you don't have to do nothing, now you got to do the hardest thing is just like yourself. And right. Just, and just enjoy yourself. And boredom is a motherfucker for, for people. You yes. know what I'm saying? And that's what it is. Now you got to find yourself and then you find a lot of other stuff and then it makes you go back to that person. So that's what was happening. With but as your popularity increased, was it more difficult on the relationship? No, nah, it was easier because, like, if you look at my social media, I am who I am. Right. So a lot of, I can read through, I understand. I know how to read through people's social media good, you know what I'm saying, because I've been so long. So, and a lot of girls, <laughs> believe it or not, a lot of them waiting on me to break up. They're <laughs> just waiting, you know what I'm saying? A lot of them, you, they, there's a lot of good girls out here. Right. Like we said earlier, it ain't hard to find a good girl to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? It ain't hard, so... They waiting. I ain't, it ain't hard for me to date. I mean, it's just dating the right one that connect with me. That's the hard part. Well, you got the one that's connected. That's why I said I found that one. Right. That's why she's my old lady and she the main one. I ain't going nowhere. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because out of all of them, I feel like she my role, though. Like she, and she really like gay. Like she really like girls, you know? So that's a good thing. That's a, that's a, that's a, like a, that's a, a like, like one, that's one on your list. That's not, like, that's not the main thing. It's just like, I like to talk about girls. So if we talking about girls, it's just like if, like how me and you talk, if we if we off the line or whatever, we talking about a girl, I don't want to have to change how I'm talking because my old lady there. Right. We could talk about this girl right here with her there because she was there with the girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's what I like. You know what I'm saying? Because it's friendship. You know what I'm saying? It's just like our friendship. I, I treat my relationship, friendship, like my homeboy friendship. Right. And that's what I like. That's the connection we got. I have that conversation. I want to know how that conversation starts. Hey, like, hey, how you doing? I don't have to do it no more because girls know I like girls. They've been following me long enough. Yeah, but I'm saying in the beginning, what do you like? Oh, I like to go to the movies. I like to go to the park. I like to go to the museum. I like, oh, I like to do, oh, and by the way, I like girls and I like the girls and I like to like girls. What you mean with the, the with the main yeah, chick? I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just saying, how do you how do you get to that part? Okay, I like the movies. You know, oh, I like it's, the it's just like I say, they already know I like girls for the most part. From the beginning, before social media. Oh, I, well, before social media, it just happened, I guess, back then. It just happened. It did before social media. You got to think before social media was me it was almost twenty years ago. Right. So, like I said, since I've been on social media since MySpace, so. I've built 20 years worth of people. I've built gr- people from a... My daughter was born on, on social media. Right. So, I mean, I've grown a whole generation of people that know me and know... It's like I know you. You know right. what I'm saying? I don't know you, but I know enough of you to, to know your personality or right. shit like that, and they right. know what you like. or kn- They know what I like because I'm open with stuff I like. And right. that. So I don't really have those type of problems. Or if I do, I straight up, I'm straight up with a person. That's another thing. I'm honest. I'm like, hey, look, I like girls. Do you like girls? All right, cool. You do talk a lot about baby mamas, and you always tell the guy, make sure you choose the right woman if you have a child with, or blah, blah, blah. How have you been able to, like, only have one daughter? Because I'm responsible. I wear rubbers. For real. Like, I'm responsible. Like, I can I can count on one hand how many girls I done rolled in my life, and I done fucked a lot of women. But <laughs> I rolled 
maybe five. So I'm just responsible, man. I, that's the thing that's kept, that's another thing when you ask me, like, what, what happened in life was where I don't get fucked over as far as financially is I'm responsible. You know what I'm saying? I don't live above my means. I don't do nothing that, that, that can affect me later on. Like, right. I'm not, you know how people get tattoos and later on down the line? Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah, got yeah, no yeah. tattoos. Because why would I do something that's going for life? That I don't know, I might change my mind next year. I'm looking at this, so when buying flights for women make them buy their own ticket, <laughs> yeah. they can get them the money back soon as she lands. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why you make them buy their own ticket? Because they women will renege. Quit. Oh, something came up, I couldn't find a babysitter. And we supposed to take that L? No. No. No can do. <laughs> you gonna take that L on your, on your money, on your card. I give you money when you get back, when you get here. But no. That's, ha- that's happened to me before. Yeah, I go say, yeah, but that happened like a while ago. That's why I know I don't do it no more. That happened like 15 years ago. And most of the time, they offer to pay for it anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, they fly, they fly themselves in. You relate to Harry Tubman? I'm, I'm reading out. <laughs> I, I really am. <laughs> People don't believe it, but I really am. because I mean, my great... They, she's my great-great-grand-aunt on my um, my Bahamian Grammy side. Mm-hmm. So when did you find this out? When they told me, and I put, and I my name on a statue in the Bahamas. I mean, not in the Bahamas. In um um Phil- by Phil- Bristol, Bristol, Pennsylvania. Yeah. She got a statue in my name, my mama name, my sister name, my daughter name. All that's on the on the brick. That's that's. I mean. You talk about so that's that's what I am. People just don't see it. I'm just for that for a culture that understands it. I try to be the voice, the light to for people that come from where I come from to show them the way out. You know. Let me ask you a question. When did you find this out? Did you find this out as a kid? You just I found it out as a comedian when I was um, probably about seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then it's that's why it's it's good to know your past because then it start making sense. Like, damn, this is why I care about my people so much. Right. This is why I care about Jacksonville so much or just being from the streets and stuff like that. So did you did did you do Ancestry.com? You do 23andMe? Or have you, I mean, have you gone back, like, have you traced the geology? Like, I haven't, not, not as far as the the, um, the DNA stuff, mm-hmm. but I just, my grand, my grand, my great grandma, I mean, my grandmother, she's still alive. She's 96 or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she's told me a lot. My, 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 my other grandfather. I mean, I know a lot about our story, but I can go do that too, though. But we know our bloodline. Growing up in Jacksonville, what did little Duval want to be when he was growing up in Jacksonville? Exactly what I'm doing right now. So I you were class be... count, huh? Class count. Yeah, I was, because I had big niggas like you talking shit all day, and all I could do was rank back. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I mean, like, I came up in Florida. Shoot, most of them Hall of Famers now, you know what I'm saying? And, and like, I came up with all them them boys and, and athletes and stuff like yeah. that. So I just came up talking shit. <laughs> Why, hold on. You went to four high schools? Yeah. Why? You got kicked out or you? I got kicked out of three of them. The fourth one I just went because I just wanted to go where the hoes were. <laughs> Why'd you get kicked out of high? How you? First of all, I was mischievous. Just we used to be wild. And, and you know what's crazy? I had perfect attendance because I used to love school. Cause that's where all the women was. You, you I was to, popular. You you went to Jack off at school. You, yeah. you was. I was popular. I just used. I used to have fun, man. Like we used to. I never was like the. I just used to be mischievous. Like I just. The best way to explain, like I tell everybody, I was probably Smokey from Chris from Friday. Right. That's where I was in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I was that guy. I, I was straight out the worst part of Jacksonville, but. Right. 
it didn't seem bad to me. It was just funny and fun. And they uh, probably me being little kind of saved me a lot because yeah. I wasn't a threat. And right. I didn't even realize how little I was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because they never made me feel like right. that. So I think that's what's, what I, I was kind of ignorant to a lot of stuff because they never, nobody never fucked with me. How did you get the name Little Duval? Who gave you that name? Florida. Because when I first started doing comedy. Yeah, I would hear, I would hear the name before you got Little Duval. What was your name before? You my said, real name. My real name, Roland. That was my real name. I went by Roland. But when and I. coming to the stages. Yeah. Boo! Hey, okay. <laughs> now, this one, Comic View. I thought that I was. This what happened. I did Comic View, and then I did Sergio Entertainer. Shout out Sergio. He the one. I, that's why I say got me in the door. You know what I'm saying? He the one put me on. Once I did that, I was popping in Florida. But they all knew me as, oh, that's Duval. That's old Duval. Because in, in Florida, only people knew about Duval was people in Florida. That's right. where we go by our counties. Yeah, you, once you get a nickname, you ain't yeah, never, just they ain't never call you your real name. Yeah. Oh, that's little Duval. You know, that's little Duval. So once I started putting two and two, I was like, damn, because when I used to do interviews and stuff like that, that sometimes I forget to shout out Duval. Right. So I was like, damn, the best way to do it, just put it in my name. Right. That way I'm always shouting it out. I'm right. always, I'm always representing and and what it does is it, it inspires the person just like when they see it, especially back then, because you didn't see nobody from Jacksonville do it. So if you heard that click, like, boom, damn, he's from Jacksonville? Right. I mean, if he could do it, I can come out of there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it just gave me inspiration. And then, shit, now everybody's saying Duval now. You, <laughs> did you get picked on? You, you said you didn't get picked on, nobody bothered you. But I'm reading here, you look like you wanted to be on the, you on the wrestling team. I was on the wrestling team. I was good. What did you mean picked on? I was good. I went to state, but I lost to a white boy because he was, he had so much energy. <laughs> so much energy. <laughs> so that's why he beat you because Yeah, because, because you know, when you, you know, you're from the hood, yeah, yeah, just slam. Yeah. Just keep slamming and slamming and slamming. Boy, that white boy kept letting me slam him, slam him, slam him to where I was so you tired. You ran again. Uh, I, but you, that's why I respect people that box because for three minutes nonstop, bro, because the average fight lasts for about 20, 20, 20 seconds. seconds. Man, man, I was in that thing so tired. I think he probably just did like that, and I just failed. Like, I couldn't. Man, that shit had me tired. So where did you want to go? Did you want to do? Because, you know, in the South, wrestling was huge. Yeah. Georgia Championship Wrestling. We had WWE. But it wasn't big in Florida. I had, had women came to the matches, because, you know, I did everything for the girls back right. then. Had women came to the matches, I would have I did it. You know what I'm saying? I just, back then, I think I was but just But you, you old enough to remember Georgia Championship Because I tried wrestling. to play football. Oh. But I got hit so hard, I just joined the band. <laughs> so, I, like, I, I couldn't, I was with people your size, man. I couldn't do that, you know what I'm saying? So I went to, you know, you're trying to find your way when you're in the hood, you know what I'm saying? I knew I was good at, I was good at dancing, making people laugh, and then in sport, because like I said, I'm from Florida, everybody plays sports. Everybody plays football. So I tried to play, play basketball, right. they cut me, that hurt me, boy. What? Because I dribbled the ball all night for like, for like all night, for like, Two weeks straight, I like nobody gonna be able to take the ball from me, and nobody could, and they still cut me because I was short. Then they got a, they let another short dude, but he had a growth spurt, and they let him, they let him on the team. I was so hurt. Could you shoot? I don't know, but I knew I can dribble. I was like, they can't take the ball from me, and that's all that mattered. Point guard. No, that's not. It did at the time in my mind. Okay. I was I was thirteen. Oh my. <laughs> you know what? What year did you move to Atlanta? Nineteen during the Olympics. 96. 96. So you came because I moved in 94. Uh -huh. So you during during the 90s, mm -hmm. you knew about Freak Dick. 
<laughs> I know something better than Freak Nick. What? Black College Week, Daytona. What you know about Daytona? What, what you I know, know about, about it. What you, you know about Daytona? Stop playing Come with on that. now. See, people say Freak Nick, and Freak Nick is the truth. But, but that Daytona, water. But that water. You got to think it was all in one spot. Atlanta big. Yeah. It's everybody yeah. in one yeah, spot. Yeah, you know, you that you you downtown, you the Piedmont Park, yeah. you the Lakewood. I mean, you were all over. Yeah. And it, but but Freak Nick, but Freak Nick was crazy. Freak Nick was crazy. It was crazy. It was okay. But I, but, I, but, I, but, I, I but like Daytona three. was so bad. I'm not gonna even talk about it anymore because it's a charge. So I'm not talking about yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, it I, was. I, a, I went for. I went to Daytona for about three years. Three yeah, years. Yeah. You my, know what um, it is. My senior year and my first. My, uh, my, my probably about senior year high school. Uh, no, my senior year in college. Uh, college. Uh, so I went my senior year in college and I went my first three years in the league. What year you you um? Graduated? I graduated. I, well, my senior. Well, my last year at Savannah State was '89. 89. So I went '90. So you know 91. about Jacksonville. You yeah. Know, you knew about Duval before everybody. Most of the public did. I, I, well, I. I I grew up in I grew up a, a, a small town. I'm about about 90 minutes from 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 uh, Jacksonville. I grew up in a small town called Glenville, next in, to Hinesville. Hinesville, Georgia. Yeah. For by Folkestone. No, Folkestone's way. No, no. Folkestone is way way down south. Folkestone is Charlton County. That's where Champ yeah, Bailey went. You say you? Yeah, yeah. That's see, that's where all my friends from. They from down Camden well, County. Yeah. See, that's way that's way that's way south. I'm a little further. I'm up I'm up north a little further. You know what? Fort Stewart. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 20 miles from Fort Stewart. Nigga, I did not know this all this. I just thought you went to Savannah State. Nah, nah that's where I'm from. I thought you were from Alabama somewhere. No, no, no. Because I know your country people, is here. A lot of people think I'm from South Carolina because my brother. Well, then you know, like Jacksonville is like New yeah, York to, to places in South Georgia. Yeah, well, we used to go to the uh, Ferndina Beach. Yeah, yeah. We used to go to the, that's where we used to go to the beach. At. Yeah, yeah. See, people don't know about Ferndina Beach. I got, a, I got property over there. My family got property over there yeah. now. But that used to be a spot where... On, it used to be American Beach and Amelia Island. Uh-huh. Only black people could go to the American Beach. You could. It was separated Amelia, by that yeah. park. Amelia uh, is nice. It's up. Yeah, it's it's super there now. But now we got property there now. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, we so what do you what do you what do you remember about Freak Nick? I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a charge. Uh-uh. It wasn't nothing like Freak Nick. Nah, it was a wild boy. I was a wild boy. Yeah. You gotta think. I was little. Like people think like. Like, girls used to gravitate. Ooh, he's so cute. Kelly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it was up, boy. Then, okay. Something else that let us known for. What? Gentleman Club. Uh-huh. Uh, body Tab, Cheetah, Magic City. Strokers. Blue Flame, Strokers. Uh, 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 Shooter's Alley. Yeah. Pink Pony. Yeah. You're not, I'm not going that way. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. But it's the food. You yeah. know they got Hell yeah, it's the food. It's the food. Yeah, the wings. The wings. The, yeah. the girls bringing the wings is amazing. <laughs> I'm scared to go that way. <laughs> what you scared of, Duval? Because I talk too comfortable. <laughs> you got how, much, how much is, how much is your, 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 your routine based on your everyday life? My routine is who I am. It's just another, another um, entity of who I am. Like, when I'm on stage, I... I kind of like more, it's more so like an evolution of stand-up how I see it as far as comedy and entertainment all in one. Mm-hmm. Like I try to, best way to explain it is I'm like Sammy Davis Jr. Okay. Do more than one thing. Right. Sing, dance, comedy, right. all that. That's well, why you I, do all that in a routine. Yeah, in one routine. You know what I'm saying? That's what I try to do. And, it's, and that's what comedy pretty much is now. That's what everything is. We all doing one thing. Every, and that's what entertainment was at first. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it, it's just changed. We start separating in the 80s, but before then, Everybody did one thing. You know what I'm saying? Even this, the, if you go to Vegas, they all did everything. Right. And that's what it's getting back to now with social media. That's the good thing of social media. It's bringing everybody doing 
It's like you'll do something that you wouldn't do before. You know right. what I'm saying? Like before you just was a football player. Right. Now you can be do this. Now you can do that. And that's what same thing evolution with comedy. When you first started stand up, did you get booed? And if you got booed, what was your response? How did it make you feel? I came up in the boo era. And you know, the I, I start, this is my 24th year. Man, that's a long time. Right. I started in 99. But I mean, Uptown yeah. Comedy Corner? Yeah, Uptown Comedy Corner. <laughs> Rest in peace, Noah. He's the first person to give me the mic. You know what I'm saying? He, I started, I think that's what made me who I am because it, it prepared you for everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Only thing it didn't prepare me for, for how sensitive people are now. Right. Because when you come through that, it makes you tough. Right. You know, it makes you, it makes you have to get back out there. You know what I'm saying? It makes you hit, hit them jokes like this here. You right. know what I'm saying? Where now, Boom, you, they don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? It's a little sensitive, a little softened down, which is, and I've evolved my stand-up to that too because, like I said, it's more entertaining and it's more giving them a show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I've just evolved with the times, with the comedy. So you 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 mentioned how, um, but not trying to offend anybody, but telling a joke. I mean, sometimes... That's joke- always going to be offended. You know, like it's... They could get offended by you saying... Bush, um, bull jiving. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't change that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just like if people want to be mad, they're going to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. Has someone ever come to you and said, <clears throat> you curse too much or you talk about sexuality too much? Have they ever said anything that you do too much in your in your routine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, people have their opinions, but not in, in, in my real life, but just on social media. Right. In real life, they show up. How much love. do you read your comments? I, I read comments, but they just read them. Like, I don't take it personal. Like, I don't, I read all, I mean, when I'm high, I'm reading them all. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you can't read them all, but I'm reading as much as I can catch. Right. You know what I'm saying? MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Who was the first famous person you met in Atlanta? Uh, the first famous person that I really looked up to, and I was like, oh, man, I met somebody. Deion Sanders. <laughs> Where you been time at? At a Super Bowl. Well, that's the first person I really like. Damn, man. Because I'm from Florida. That's right. the first Florida person. Before Fort like, it, like, it wasn't the comedian that, that, that inspired. It was people like him. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you see somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you have a curl growing up? Growing up? No, nah, I didn't have a curl. It wouldn't take. My girl would take, because I got good hair. You mentioned Cedric Entertainment gave you opportunity uh, on Comic View, gave you a big break. Uh, on his um, DVD. That's when DVDs was big. He took me on tour with him, and we did right. uh, So you over for Cedric? Yeah, Cedric in the starting lineup. Wow. So how did you learn the business? Because I, I, a lot of guys said, you know, everybody that I've really talked to, the comedians that I've had on here, from Earthquake to Cedric Entertainer to a lot of guys, and they say, Steve Harvey gave me the game. 
Steve told me this is what I need to do. This is how you need to you know. Hey, you got to go on the radio show and you got to promote it and sell it out. And this is the way you do the business and blah, blah, blah to make sure they don't, that, hey, get your money, make sure. So what did Sid do for, for Duke? Well, with that, he opened the doors with give me an audience. But as far as with me, everything I did, it was kind of new because, like, I came into social media when it first started. Right. So there was no blueprint to everything I did. So I kind of took the street street mindset and just my grandfather as far as business and all that I just applied that in my hustle and to my to to everything it was really just me honestly when it comes to as far as showing me the ropes because everything that's stand-up comedians doing now that's not right. going on now you know what I'm saying that right. that I came up under right it's 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 going on for us like jazz you know right. how jazz jazz no, not going nowhere right but the young kids don't give a fuck about no goddamn jazz. Nah, dude. It's a whole different yeah. generation. Right. So the same thing with stand-up. Like, stand-up is going to be there, but it's evolved into the next generation of what, uh, wilding out. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I came up on Def Jam. Now they on wilding out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's what, so nobody could teach me what's prepared for what's now. Right. I kind of was the bridge to what's now. Right. So I, I kind of just was observant and understood I just understood and I knew my moment and I knew what time it was, the timing of when everything was evolving at the time. How did you get on Comic View? I think I auditioned for it. That shit was so long ago. I don't How did it go? Did you think you did a good job? You like, oh, yeah, you I, I did a good job. That's that there about them keep replaying it over and over. Right. And comedians hated that back then. The old school comedians. Right. Like how, how people hate on internet comedians. Right, right. They right. used to hate on us. Because back then, Comic View used to show quick bits. Right. Like, they'll show, like, one joke. And one joke will blow people up. Mm-hmm. Just like the internet. <laughs> one clip will blow somebody up. And they used to hate that. So that's what I used to deal with with them. Like one, I have a joke that was on Comic View, and Comic View will replay it over and over and over again. And when they keep playing over and over again, these kids watching it. Right. And I look just like these kids, because most of the... The comedian I came up looked like said and all suited up. Yeah. But I was looking like one of them. So they identified me as I was raising them. Right. So that's how. I, uh, the grand hustle. I, I had Tip on here. Yeah. And Tip, you know, obviously is a, a, a great rapper, entertainer. He's been in movies, uh, TV. I mean, he's done he's done unbelievable. How surprised were you that he transitioned and tried stand up? I wasn't surprised. I knew he was going to do it. Really? Yep. Tip one of the people that don't tell him he can't do it. He gonna do it, you know? So I hated when people kept saying it. I was like, man, leave him alone. Just let him just do what he do. Yeah. And more because everybody kept it. I knew he was gonna do it, you know? So it's just, that ain't the only thing he do, though. He do a thousand things. That's just, yeah. like, it's just like that. It's like people looking at it like yeah. that. Because he might be well, building got, an apartment complex. Well, you he know, just, he, got a, he got his reality show. Like I said, yeah. he's been in movies. Uh, hey, everybody know about he doing, just crap. like I said earlier, I'm doing stuff. I'm right. making hits. I'm doing songs. I'm acting. I'm doing, I'm not just staying a comedian. So, As a matter of fact, you're up under his grand hustle. That's my family. We all family. Hustle fam, hustle gang. Right. What is it? Hustle gang now? A grand hustle. Uh, hustle gang. We hustle gang. <laughs> That's just family, man. Those are just friends. Those are like my friends. Friend. Bruh, I'm looking at all the, the videos uh, that you've been in, uh-huh. a rubber band, a 20-folds, whatever you like is going down, uh, get low, shoulder lean, shawty by plies, my president, black by young G's and diamonds in the back, looter, you know, E-40, Yo Gotti, Meek Mill, 2 chains and Ty Dollar. Dog, what? 
I, was, I mean, that's when video, you got to think. Video, you be hitting them. Videos hit. was important. MT, 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 MT. Put it this way. This is the, this why I said I didn't follow the blueprint. Okay. Because back then, everybody kept saying, go to Hollywood. Go to Hollywood. But back then, what they didn't pay attention to, nobody was on TV black on Hollywood. Right. Only thing that was on TV was music video. Right. So I paid attention to that. I said, fuck that sitcom shit, because that shit is about done. Right. And I was like, everybody is paying attention to music video. Right. And I was right in Atlanta in the heart of all, it was right in the middle of the boom. Yeah. And most of these people was my friends anyway, like we was real friends. Right. And they used to come to the comedy club because mm-hmm. I was in the comedy club then. So they wasn't even, they were still coming up. So once they came up, they just showed love. And right. we just, we just showed love to each other forever. So that's how that, that's why I was in so many videos. Are you a partier? I am, but I'm a 45-year-old party. <laughs> <laughs> that means you a house party. Yeah, the no, party I, your I'm the, who there? What's, what's going on? What they got? Nah, I ain't fucking with that. Like, I, I, I hang with young people, but they got to hang with me. I'm not hanging with young people. They got to hang with me. Right. So I like, I like, I like, I just, I like hanging out. Give me your top artists, music, uh, uh, rappers, 2000, since 2000. My top favorites? Yeah. Um... My top favorites, Ti. Okay. I don't really, and the people say think I'm biased with that, but I don't think he get his just due. I think he one of the best lyricists in the game, not just the South, but if you listen to him, even how he evolved lyrically over time with his age, I think he one of the greatest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kendrick, Lamar, Kodak Black. You gotta listen to Kodak. If you really listen to him, you'll you'll get it. Just listen to him, man. Um, who else? Okay, you got Jay, you got Hove, Weezy, 50, Kanye, Nelly, T.I., M., Snoop. Snoop. I'm going to go with Snoop. Snoop. Snoop's so smooth. Snoop is like an instrument. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what he say, you can... And that's what you want to be as artists to me. Like, even with stand-up, you want to be like an instrument or your voice, just like your voice. You know your voice distinctive as soon as you hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. You, it's a distinct. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's but you. It's, it's you. You it know is. what I'm saying? That's why it works, because it's genuinely you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right or wrong is you. Right. It's just like the old, your old grandfather, no matter what he say right or wrong, that's just him. That's how they, that's, that's what I am that, to some people. Kanye, you've had a lot to, on, tw- on social media talking about Kanye. What would advice, what, I mean, if you could be, if you could like, Kanye was sitting across from you just like I am, what advice would you give Kanye? I wouldn't give him no advice because he in his head. He, you can't tell him. He a Gemini like me. People like us, he you got... y'all nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He said that we can't tell me nothing. Yeah, you ain't gonna be able to tell him nothing. He got to see it for himself. You know what I'm saying? You got to... Life gonna have to be his thing. You know what I'm saying? It ain't for me to tell him nothing. I mean, it's I, reported that he and up since he and uh, Adidas split. Cost I just money. don't like how people don't get it. Like, how you just can't see it. You know what I'm saying? I, that's where I be like, y'all don't see like he's... Like, the boy ain't crazy. He know exactly what he doing. <laughs> You think he does? Yeah, he know what he's doing, man. He I just, don't know. I don't know people that know what they do and losing one over a billion dollars. Now that's that's the arrogant part, you know. That's the arrogant part. <laughs> that talking, yeah, you gonna bite the hand that feeds you? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at you know. You got a uh, smile peak that 56 on the Billboard. Uh, Number one on RB. Uh, 54 million views on YouTube, 44 million listens on Spotify. Future and Con- Kevin Hart did a, Conway, uh, uh, a viral challenge to your song. When, when, when 
other celebs, mm-hmm. and you heard somebody, uh, I ain't going back and forth with you, or say one of your catchphrases, uh-huh. how did that make you feel? Made me feel good because it was something I really did just to make people smile. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even like when you did it. It was just like it's doing everything I wanted to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I kind of, like I said, I know how to use social media, so I kind of prepared y'all for it. You know what I'm saying? I used most of my songs and stuff, it comes from my jokes. So I kind of used the, the smile bitch was a joke I used to say on, on Twitter and Instagram. So I just used that and, and formated it into what it is, right. what it is that it is. And to see what it do and see how it changed people's lives, it's just God using me, man. Right. Which, it's like uh, the new Frankie. Which uh, uh, bucket do you try to pull the most out of, comedy or music? People always ask me that, and it's really not no, and it's it's not just comedy and music, it's entertain, it's acting. I don't have like a, per, it's just whichever one I can facilitate whatever I'm trying to get out. Right now. Like some stuff I might be able to, to express myself better through social media. Some stuff I might be able to express myself better on stage. Some stuff I might be able to express myself through music better. Some stuff I might be able to express myself through acting. I just use different ways. It's just we're programmed to think we can't do that. Let me ask you a question. If they were to take all the social media platforms, they took Twitter, they took IG, they took Facebook, they took Twitch, they took it, and Lil Duval didn't have social media. That's what it was when they deleted my page. I still was good. You still had no, you still had Twitter. You still had Facebook. But I still was on the road making, I was actually making more money. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't, it didn't, I'm already, I've already built my audience for one. You right. know what I'm saying? I've already, yeah. and it's not just social media. I was popping before social media. Right. It's just, I took advantage of whatever next, what's next? Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not going to be, it's, honestly, it ain't even social media that's really doing stuff for people no more because it's already kind of, it's kind of settled. Yeah, it's settled where it's going to be and it is what it is. People will still always make stuff off of it and come up, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So it ain't like it's going to make or break me right now. Right. So, but at the same time, if it wasn't there, I'd do whatever next. I proved that because I'm one of the people that they kept saying, he made it, he made it. What I did, the thing with Saturday Entertainment, they said, he made it when I did MTV. He made it when I did Smiley. He made it when I do MTV. He made it. So I'm going to keep making it, even when I'm 80. Uh, is there any new music coming? Yeah. I got a lot of music, you know what I'm saying? I just put it out strategically and put it out in the right time and when the vibe right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I try to give, I try to put ecosystem music out. Right. I'm looking at, uh, how did you get, how did you get Snoop on, on, on Smile? How did you get, have you worked with Too Short and T.I. Tank? Snoop, Snoop is one of them good guys. He shows love to everybody. He always showed me love even before that. Um, I think I met him through DJ Pooh. DJ Pooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out DJ Pooh. DJ Pooh, legend in the game. He um put me in. He did Friday. He wrote Friday. You know, yeah. Red. Yeah. Yeah. He put me in the movie, um, Grow House. Right. And I, I think that's how I met Snoop. I I, I think I met him through that. But he, either way, when I met him, it was all love. He opened his arms to me, and, and I let him hear Smile Bitch. He say, "Send that thing, man. I'm gonna put something on it." And when he put something on it, man, he put God on it, mate. Right. Killed it. He, he, hey, he killed he it, man. That. So you, do you like? So are you interested in? Do you want to do more movies? Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I was doing. I mean, I want to do series. You know what I'm saying? Because movies ain't nobody going to no goddamn movies anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we don't see the movies no more. So it's more so series now. So even with movies, I kind of was chilling off there until he evolved to this. Now right. it's evolved and settled. So you said a series. So you want to do something like Snowfall, something like... It a- don't even have to be Snowfall. Some, I mean, not in the hip-hop thing, just something to express whatever whatever make me look, make okay. me that I can pull off. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It don't have to be something in our world. I mean, 
you know, I, I look at you guys and like Bootsy does his thing, you do your thing, the underground. I mean, so so where 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 five ten five years, ten years from now, where's Lil Duval? Where 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 are we going with this? To to bring people I really want people to have the same spirit I got inside me, and that's what I try to instill in everything. Even when I go do a show, when they leave, I want them to have that joy. So when that moment and that feeling or whatever I got, when they follow me on social media, when they see me go overcome stuff or see me go through stuff, they go through that. They use my way of doing things to apply it to whatever they got to. So that's what I do for the rest of my life. I just want to, I'm more in the, what's the word, therapy? Is that what the shit? Yeah, that shit. Um, I want to do that. You know, that's what I've been moving into. That's what I've been doing now, even with my comedy and everything, even when I move and just the way I move in life. I try to be the change that I want to see. That's always what I've been. Is, is, com- is uh, wilding out what Nick Cannon is doing for young comedians. Can you equate that to Def Comedy Jam? Yes. Comic View? Yes, I can. I think it is. It, like I just said, it evolves from... Like I said, when, when, when Def Jam came out, they was mad at them because they only had five minutes of jokes when it used to be an hour, right. you know what I'm saying, stand-up specials. You know, like Damon Wayans, they had the special, Sam right. Bad of our era. But then when Def Jam came, it was boom, five minutes, and you're on the road forever. You know what I'm saying? Like Bernie Mac, that, that five-minute thing, or, or Cedric, all of them, it took them along. But people that was before them, they was mad at that. So if you mad at the, you doing the same thing to these jits, that they did to them, you know what right. I'm saying? So it's the same thing, it just evolved, you know? So I think it's doing perfect because that's what, com- that's, that's what comedy is now. That's the, to the young generation. Who do you, who do you see will remind you of you? Uh, Desi Banks and you got Drewski and you got Ha Ha Davis. You DC got like, Young Fly. Yeah. I mean, not so much as the parents. But and, I think your personality, I, I think, think you guys are like, you guys are like really, really animated. Not um, just the animation, just who he is as a person. I just see he got, he got the values and yeah, just how to yeah. move in it. And I can see he, you don't have to tell him that. He going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he gets it and he'll ask you if he needs something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Something like him, you look at it like, oh, he going to be good. You right. know what I'm saying? No matter what other people think, he going to be good. So I see him, um, Chico Bean, uh, shit, most of the people on social media, all the comedians on there, I see a little bit of me and everybody. What what advice would you give to the up and coming comedians getting into this business, and to have longevity like you've enjoyed? Don't listen to nobody and pay attention to everything. That's what I did. Like I say, I paid attention. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think people they going by what they saw. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're young, you you program kind of like this is what it is. You got to do this. You know what I'm saying? Had I did that and went with the movies, I would have never been so powerful on social right. media. So. I just paid attention to what was going on around me and understood and I applied the old school to the new school and bridged that gap and made it what it is. So the same thing I would tell them young motherfuckers, just, just you, you see what it is. You just got to be very aware and understand. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't tell everybody. I don't like to give everybody advice right. at one time because right. what I tell you and what I tell them are two different things. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like you with an athlete. Like, you ain't finna teach this quarterback the same thing you're gonna teach that running back. Right. So it's the same thing with, with people when I give advice. I don't like to give too much advice on money or... Right. Or, 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 or advice that's broad. You like the board to be specific. I'm gonna give advice on life. You know what I'm saying? But that's, not so that's much... For, that's for Duval. Yeah. And you giving me advice, I'm gonna give advice, Shannon, especially... For, yeah, on life, on how to handle situations. Yes. But not so much on how... Because my blueprint might not work for you. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I can't just tell you 
hey, man, this is what I did. I can tell you what I did, but it ain't going to work for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? I can get on there and talk shit all day on Twitter. You get on there, you get shut down. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, or vice versa. I can, I, Snoop can say something, but I can't say something. So I have to understand where I'm at, and that's what they got to do. You're a big Jacksonville Jaguars fan. I'm a Jacksonville, Florida fan. Jacksonville. Florida. I represent That's Jackson- all the sports team you got. Yeah, but I I rep- Jacksonville Jaguars represent Jacksonville, so that's why I hold Jacksonville Jacksonville Jaguars down because I know how much that city, I mean that team mean to that city. Right. And I know how how it can affect the economy in a city with a team. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So that's why I, I I push it so hard and I love it. And I know Teal and black especially you. All day, man, cuz it represents us. You got thinking ain't you've been to Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. is we we over here and they they do their thing and sometimes the only thing bring us together is the Jaguars or somebody like me you know what I'm saying so right. so when when you see something like that and it brings us together on hip hop you know what right. I'm saying so I don't I don't knock nothing like that when they was protesting football like I be damn I'm not protesting this because this brings us together right. man it's in my city right. Trevor Lawrence how far can he take y'all man he's good man like I. I, I think he had a jersey on and everything. You, I, I I support. I, you I, repping him hard. Yeah, but he's scary too, though, bro. That first, the first quarters, he be scaring the hell out of me, man. <laughs> he be scaring the hell out of me. But I, I give my props to Doug Peterson, man. Yeah, he's a good coach. Like he's a, he he took the situation and he flipped it. Like I I he gonna be great eventually, um, tra- um Trevor, but but Doug doing his thing. You uh. You say you played basketball, you didn't play, you got cut I tried, from the team. I tried to play. I saw John Wall dunk on you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't dunk on me. He broke, he crossed me up. It did dunk. It, it wasn't on me. Yeah, it, it passed, was. he passed me. Mm-mm. See th- That was your man. Let me tell you what happened. Hold on, pull my leg down. <laughs> it was a fundraiser for Ludacris. We was having a good time. Charity yeah. event. Yeah. I thought we were just having a good time. Yeah. He was serious. But you tried to steal the ball. I was having a good time joking. I was just, hey, let's have fun. Yeah. He was dead serious. You're on the internet for that. I ain't, been on, I ain't been on the court since then. Oh, you shouldn't. I haven't been on the court since then. <laughs> <laughs> Went out about five, six years ago. I ain't yeah. been on the court yeah. since then. You shouldn't say basket <laughs> or ball. Yeah, but then if you look, I didn't really fall. He kind of pushed me. If you like, if you go look at the so tape. He did the, he did the Jordan move on Byron the last. The last. He, he pushed me. That's what made me fly, my momentum. Because like, had he just, just did it, I just was like that, but he kind of like, eh. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to get you out of here on this. What's coming up? What can the people expect from Lil Duval in the very near future? Well, I'm back on tour. I got this back on my feet tour. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm back on this tour. I'm doing, um, I'm back, I'm back on tour and I'm back selling these. You know, I got, I got my own smoke. You know what I'm saying? So. What it called? It's called Rich Broke. Shit. What's it's pre-roll? <laughs> yes, yeah, pre-rolls. We got in the packs. I keep it in packs because nowadays this this is what it's evolving to. Like weed is becoming like cigarettes, common right, like right. that. So I try to, and that's the hardest thing for me having it all in one thing. So I, this is the most important thing having this pack so I can have it all in one place and not be so loud on people. Right, it's fire. You can trust me. Duval, thanks for coming by. Thank you for having Heal me. Heal up. Slow down. I have you healed. You're not hundred percent healthy. I am good. Look at this. I'm up. I just stood right up. I just gotta, I just gotta work these muscles. You know about this. What? Only reason this hurt now is because I didn't activate the muscle going left and right. Like I was good. Like I didn't know I had to do exercise. I didn't yeah. know muscles do that. What? Yeah. But you also gotta strengthen the muscle. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you properly strengthen the muscle. 
I didn't. Evidently, I didn't. I'm back hurt. <laughs> Shit. Heal up. Come back and join the Super Bowl. Love, man. Appreciate that, dude. Thank you, man. Lil Duval, ladies and gentlemen. Bro! <laughs> All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Yeah. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.